Welcome back, everybody, to episode 17 of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, as always, and sitting right next to me, well, right next to me is my sleeping girlfriend who won't get <laughs> up and podcast with us, but next to her is Taylor Salen. Hey, yo, how's it going? What it do? Yeah, just chilling. Today we discovered that uh, our Elon Musk episode had over 500 downloads. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> Yeah, guys. Like, uh, do do you want us to start talking? Do, are we gonna have to turn into the Musk cast, or like, what's going People on? People really love Elon Musk. Yeah, well, he's a pretty fascinating dude. But he is. He is. I don't know. I I don't understand. It's not like we know Elon Musk. It's not like he pimped the podcast. Oh, well, he totally did, though. Oh, he did. Yeah. I didn't get that memo. Oh well, I mean, you know, things shit happens. Hell yeah. Yeah. Also, Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Yes. We're recording this on uh, the first. This is uh, the first podcast of the new year. It's the first day of the new year. Damn. <laughs> new Year's Day. We are recording a podcast. Hells yeah. Uh, nerd news. Bam, the first bam, thing. Bam, wow. Oh, is that the nerd news theme song? I don't know. I just fucking nice. made that noise. I like it. So uh, I don't know. I just I was kind of thinking like almost like a like a Seinfeld thing, like a bump and bump and bump, like it's just you. bass, but yeah, uh, you know, it came out wrong. So. Damn, actually, I can't do this nerd news yet, Taylor, because you got to roll those sweet smooth jams. Oh yeah, well, wiki wiki, you do it so bad every time. Wooka wooka. There it is. <laughs> Okay, now it's nerd news time. Yes, sir. Uh, we saw a picture of Doctor Strange. Mm. Not just Doctor Strange, but Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, the one and only Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Uh, we as saw Benedict as Doctor Strange. She thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that made her <laughs> laugh a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was really cool. It's the first sort of um, unveiling. Uh, yeah, we of saw the character that, really that we've shitty, seen. So. We saw that really shitty set photo. Yeah, case. but this is more of a like concept art kind of stuff with with Benedict and character and um and you know is this basically this Entertainment Weekly spread and we're gonna be yep. seeing a lot more from the movie as the new issue hits uh, stands in the but next couple days him, I think. So, so yeah, like you just see like a bust of like his head. Yeah, and then there's a shot where he's has his hands out and he's doing like magic. Yeah, and it looks pretty fucking cool. Yep. It looks like a le- like some kind of like electricity or something almost. Yeah, it's pretty, right? pretty pretty dope. Yeah, so. it, yeah, it just looks like pure energy. Yeah, man. it's you know what? It's really hard for me to say that I think it's really cool because I was on that uh, Walking Phoenix train when yeah. like he was supposed we to be. Were. Yeah, when he was supposed to be Doctor Strange, I had yeah. like a big old boner. Yeah, and then they were like, "He's not," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm never gonna get hard again." And then this picture came out, and I was like, "Never mind, I'm hard again." Yeah. So like, <laughs> thank you, Benedict. Cumber snatch. There you go. For he proved us wrong. To me. He proved us wrong. He did. He did prove us wrong. And that that's a good segue into um, Kevin Feige saying that uh, the eye of Agamotto mm-hmm. or Agamotto. I don't know. Whichever Agamotto, I believe it is. It's supposed to play a pivotal role in the MCU. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a little thing called the time gem. Yes. That hasn't been discovered yet. Mm-hmm. 
Is this is this all checking out to you fact wise? Yeah, I mean, there's yet to be two uh, gems that we've seen so far in the uh, MCU. We've seen the Power Stone, which is the purple. The reality is red. Mind is yellow, and space is blue. So we still have yet to see um, the Soul Gem, which is green, and the Time Gem, which is yellow. Yep. So. And I I would almost bet my life on it. Uh, now that there's this quote from Feige saying that like the Eye of Agamotto can like bend he he pretty much said it can bend time that's what he said he said like it 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 fucks with time is what yeah he said. well so he like, said his specific quote was screw around with time yeah which so, is very very broad in itself but it's very interesting But how well. is that not the time gem like, no it, it, it <laughs> makes it makes yeah. so much sense it's not even funny so that's kind of a cool little tidbit that we learned about the movie. I'm more curious to see um, who's the spo- who's the villain supposed to be in this again. Um, I really want to see something from Mads Mikkelsen as the villain in this movie. I can't he, remember yeah, who he's playing yeah. though. Uh, he oh man, what's the bad guy's name? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hold on, we're just gonna have to. We're cut really this. good we're podcasters, guys. Uh, yeah, we're really no, we're just really prepared, is what it is. Our preparation well, I mean, I is unparalleled. I wasn't, re- I, w- I wasn't ready to talk about it. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? There's not a lot on this movie out right now. It's I mean, we know it's that. being directed by Scott Derrickson. We know that much. Yeah. And Robert C. Cargill is is, uh, is writing, which is cool. I don't think that they've released who it is, to be honest. They haven't said who it is? I don't think so. Okay. I just think they said Mads Mikkelsen okay. is playing the bad guy. Well, I'm, well it's, okay, So we then. don't have to feel as bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we well, we don't have to feel as bad for not knowing. <laughs> Um, no, well, I'm just curious who's he, who he's going to play and what his look is going to be for this movie because uh, I love Matt. So he is good. He was really good in uh, that one thing where he killed a bunch of people. Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, where he was a bad guy and he was like, "I'm gonna that kill you." That one thing that should be around longer than it actually was. That's so many things, though. That's in the life. Fly, that's the Firefly. Conundrum. God, look at this picture, man. He looks so G. Yeah. As Doctor Strange. Yeah. God, he, they did a it's good so job. Like, uh, it's so like, like eight, 17th, 18th century feel, you know? It's hey, oh, very, hey, like, we're looking at the same picture. Yeah, old school feel. <laughs> well, when you started talking about it, I scrolled down to it. So, um, No, yeah, I dug it, though. It's a very um, traditional kind of Doctor Strange look, it feels like, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of Marvel-heavy shit right now. Yeah. Um, the next thing is um, Kevin Feige was saying, don't expect to see a lot of Thanos in Guardians 2. Yeah. Yeah, which like is, they just keep teasing him, and you think, oh man, maybe he's going to be in the next movie, yeah. and then he's not. Well, I, it's not even that he's going to be in the next movie; that he makes more than like a, like a small appearance or a one scene appearance where he's sitting in a chair. You know, yeah. like I really want to see an action scene with Thanos and see what he can do. You know, and feel that threat looming an in the scene rest. Where he of, just like fucks some shit up. Yeah, I would love to see a post credits scene where Thanos is just just fuck stuff up and like takes one of the gems. Like he goes into the collector space and like just kills everybody. And Dude, then the collector space got you know? blown the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, there's there's stuff like that 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 I wish they would do a little bit more with him. But I see why they're trying to build. They want to keep him mysterious at the same time too. Yeah. So. So he said he's not going to be a big part of Guardians 2, which I actually thought like they were hiding him from Guardians 1. I mean, like, they didn't hide him, but like there wasn't as much of him in, in, in Guardians 1 because they were going to like make him the star in Guardians 2. And like now that's not the case. It's like they're really just going to save him for Ragnarok. Infinity War. I mean, just well, like, in, Infinity War. I'm sure we'll is, see him in Ragnarok. No, yeah, I'm sure we'll see him, but it's probably going to be a similar yeah. cameo like, we're gonna in see the sort first of, Guardians. Like, yeah, I think it would be the, the – like we had a little chat about this before this, but I feel like – the idea that the first part of Infinity War is kind of like the rise of uh, 
Oh, it's him like acquiring Thanos, all the stones. You know, yeah. him getting the stones, getting all stuff together, and then you know maybe there's a huge action se- sequence at the end or something where a couple characters die and the stakes are really set up. You know, yeah. it's like a sort of huge cliffhanger. I think would be great. Yeah, I mean, I feel like one like I I generally hate when they break a movie into like two parts. Yeah, but like I think it kind of makes sense with this. Like one film isn't enough for him to get all the stones. No, then, totally. Like, and have and, fight, and the so. thing is, is that this is the culmination of everything they've done so far. Yeah. It's not just like another sequel. It's not like 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 for instance, fucking Mockingjay that they split into two parts <laughs> arbitrarily. You know, like this is the culmination of like almost. At, well, when it's when it's when it's finally released, almost like what fourteen or fifteen, sixteen movies at that point. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's more deserving of that kind of um, payoff because you just have so many characters. You know, man, they totally should have turned Mockingjay into like four movies. Oh God, please! Just like more, more of the Mockingjay. I haven't even seen part two, but I did not like the first one, and I think the book was terrible. So I, I'm not. I wasn't really a fan when they announced that they were going to split. It. I just thought that was stupid. I don't think I saw part two either. It's just a cash grab. No, it I may have illegally out. downloaded it. it. Just came out, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. didn't illegally download. I mean, it's all the it's all the yeah, of course not. Why would you do that? It's no, uh, that's illegal. Yeah, dude, yeah, you don't do that shit. Um, as my uTorrent just completed downloading a movie. <laughs> Just downloaded. Um, what, what did I just download? Yeah. So my 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 curiosity is especially with um, dope with what they're gonna do with that is how much you know um, how much each of the movies is actually gonna play in because obviously we're getting more cosmic. So we'll see. I know Inhumans is gonna play in too, which would be oh which man, cool. Inhumans is yeah. I'm excited for That's that. That's gonna to be like in. the final piece to the puzzle right there. I would assume so. Yeah. Like they got the Avengers and the Guardians, and then like. I'm I'm a couple episodes behind for Agents of Shield, but like they've been doing a lot of good shit with the Inhumans for show. Yeah, like it's been, it's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas to everybody with that Deadpool trailer. Mm. Merry, mm. that was a merry fucking Christmas. Christmas. I literally because it was the twelve days of Deadpool, and I knew it was coming out, and I went to bed on Christmas Eve. You know. All happy and in my pajamas, getting ready for Santa to come. <laughs> Your pajajas. And uh, my pajijas. And uh, I woke up at like five in the morning on accident, you know, just because like I was a little, because I was like sleeping on my mom's fucking couch. Because uh-huh. um, I was visiting my family. And uh, I was like, oh man, I'm going to go back to bed. And then I thought, wait, no, I can't go back to bed. There's a fucking Deadpool trailer out. Yeah, so I right. watched this fucking Deadpool trailer on my iPhone laying on my mom's couch at like five in the morning mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. And it was the best. F- I, I think I woke up the whole house because I was laughing so hard, man. It's fucking hilarious. It it's is. really good. It is. It's awesome. Um, there's a lot of great moments. You know what I mean? I just the, my one fear with the trailers. I feel like it gives away a lot of good moments. But, you know, they, they're oh, but you also, don't think there's going to be a thousand more great moments. No, the no, there will be. But, you know, I just don't. It's. I want to relish uh, seeing this movie in the theater because it's had such a long time to actually make it to where it's. Oh you my know, god! Actually, remember X Men? Got the fucking even just green light exactly. So ever since then, you know, Ryan Reynolds has been lobbying uh, very hard to get this thing made, and it's going to be fun to see him relish just kind of playing that character. You know, because he's as perfect. Hard R, like, he's perfect for it. Like he's it's perfect. not just a Deadpool movie; it's a rated R Deadpool movie. Yeah, exactly. Which, Which he is, even says he goes, "Wait, you might be thinking." I thought that was a superhero movie. Why did yeah. that guy in the suit just turn that other guy into a fucking kebab? Yeah. And it's like that exactly. literally is the tone of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He says it himself. Like, why the fuck 
is that dude stabbing that other dude. Yep. Because this is fucking Deadpool, bitches. <laughs> and I like that it's not just... Um, it could have been just like random senseless violence, but like they even show it in the trailer. He says, he says like, uh, it's like, he says, I didn't want to be a superhero, but when like the bad guy takes your best girl, there's no choice but to be a fucking superhero. And it's like, that's so cool. He's just like thrust into the world, but he like, he has to be a good guy. Yeah. One of the, one of my questions with the, uh, with the trailer is, um, how this is gonna play out in the bigger MCU or the, not the MCU the um, oh, yeah. the the X Men universe the Fox the X-Men, Fox U the Fox U yeah oh that sounds um, good because they're all saying fuck you with all the shitty movies they make yeah I mean Fox well, hopefully U, guys. this hopefully this won't be one of them um right. but you know I, I I'm curious because Colossus makes an appearance in this movie in particular and I don't have time my, for your X Men bullshit Colossus. <laughs> exactly well my 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 question is is I don't believe it's being played by the same actor it's not. And it's sort of a different take on the character. It feels like, at least from what they've done in the other movies. What it was is it's 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 actually CGI. And yeah. There's just a voice, whereas yeah. the other dude was the actor for. Yeah, it, exactly. Which sucks because yeah. the other actor played it for all of the movies. Which I thought he was really good. He you was know, good. like, but they never really focused on Claus as a great character. Peter like he was that that character was never really given his due in the movies. No. Um. So I'm curious how this is going to play in continuity wise with all that other stuff, and if they're just going to try to just sort of ignore that and do their own thing, or if they're actually going to try to play it in. Because if so, I feel like that's when it starts to become a problem. Which a we both murky. know the X Men U is. Uh, is very convoluted with what X Men you with the movie you don't believe exists and <laughs> yeah, Origins what? Wolverine. I mean, there were only and, two X Men movies. Uh, and fuck yeah, well, there's three: Days of Future Past. Well, I mean, like not the new ones. Like the yeah. original trilogy is only two movies. It's weird that they keep calling it a trilogy. There's only two of them. Yeah, I don't know why they. I don't know. It's like Spider Man <laughs> Three, man. It just there's disappeared. Th- no, there's no. It just disappeared into thin air. They keep calling Spider Man a trilogy too. There's only two of them. I don't yeah, really understand. No, that's it. a quadrilogy, dude. They made a re- two uh, I'm two you, origin stories the, and two sequels to the origin <laughs> story. These these uh these like studio heads need to know how to count. Like you can't call something a trilogy when there's only two movies. <laughs> I don't really get it. Spider Man hmm. X Men. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, no, but Colossus he does make a cameo and I in the trailer and I think it's really cool. Because, like, the coolest moment that he does in the original um, two movies, because there is no third one, is when, like, uh, those government agents, like, bust into the X-Mansion and he, like, saves a bunch of the kids. Like, yeah. He, like, turns, like, they try to shoot him and he, like, turns into, like, Colossus. Yeah. And, like, saves a bunch Metal of people. Metal Man. Yeah. And then it was even cool seeing him at the end of Days of Future Past when, like, he's teaching a class, like... It's pretty cool. Like yeah, and he. I thought they used him really well in uh, in Days of Future Past as well. Oh, yeah. Just just in the fight scenes and oh, you know yeah. like all that good stuff. I thought it was really uh really well executed. So. Absolutely, and to see like Negasonic Teenage Warhead too, um, which <laughs> is like a very funny. it's a it's such an obscure comic book character from like the New Mutants, yeah, um, which is a series. Um, but it's really cool that they like uh, just took the small character and like yeah, like they they're really trying to. And, like, okay, yeah, they're just trying to expand the universe like Marvel's been doing with all the obscure characters um, in, like, the MCU. But, like, I think it could work. Yeah. Uh, especially when there's great scenes, like, at the end of the trailer when he's like, oh, I can't fight you. That's why I brought him. And then Colossus gets his ass kicked. And he's yeah. like, uh, I mean, that's why I brought her. And then she <laughs> fucks some shit up. And I love the idea that it's he's never quite sure if it's a him or her. Like, he's yeah. like, her? <laughs> it's so funny. Um, oh, no. Finish your tweet. That's fine. Yeah, right. Um, no, yeah. So I thought the trailer does a really good job of selling what kind of movie it is. And, 
you know, hopefully people will um, will will be receptive to the idea of a movie like Deadpool, and we'll hopefully be able to uh, you know lay the groundwork for more shit like hard hard R superhero movies to come. You know, yeah. There's only been um... like a hard R Punisher would be awesome. You know what I mean? How many how many rated R The Watchmen was rated R, right? Yeah, and that's a superhero movie, but I would say that's more of a comic book movie than a superhero movie even though it does have superheroes in it, you know? Yeah. But like how many R-rated superhero movies have we really had? Um What's the one that Liam Neeson was in with Sam Raimi? He did uh it was um It wasn't much of like a comic book movie. It was um Oh, uh, my my first uh, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, Sin City, Dark Man. But that's not like a superhero. Yeah, Dark Man was PG thirteen, I think. Wasn't no, it? it's or rated, was R. rated R. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, oh, uh, we got Judge Dredd and Kick Ass as well. We're both. Yeah, Dredd was rated Dredd was awesome too. Yeah, I actually really like the Kick Ass movies. Like a lot Me of people too. gave the second one shit. Yeah, but again, it's like the same reason a lot of people hated like the Amazing Spider Man too. They're like, oh, it's too comic booky. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, fucking. It's a comic book movie, you dumbass piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, of I didn't even see. That wasn't even my complaint with with Kick Ass Two or Amazing Spider Man Two. But that's that's it, you're you're absolutely right. I think that's a moot argument. That's just a stupid argument. Yeah. You know? It's like saying, oh, the Avengers is too comically. Well, that's the style they're going for. Like, and not everything. It's has also to a be, comic book. Turned that's into what a I'm movie. saying. Like, not everything. <laughs> there's. I think there's some stuff that you have to make. Like, it's very apt to be more gritty. But it feels like everybody wants everything to be gritty these days. And thanks, not Christopher enough Nolan. Cop, uh, not enough comic bookiness to it. Like uh, you know, the also, Avengers and stuff. Blade. Was rated R? That was probably the first rate. Well, I mean, that was probably one of the the first superhero movies of probably. Well, well, I mean, there were superhero movies before that, but it was one of the first and like the right before the two thousands where shit started to pick up. You know? Yeah, I mean, all the was, crows I think were also rated R. Yeah, but like and Brandon Lee, man. But the, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just looking at a list of rated R superhero movies. And oh, okay, but where? The, the Hebrew Hammer. Oh my God! The Hebrew Dick. Hammer, dude. That's, that's just horrible. Funny. Oh my God! All right, so um, there's a third Dark Man movie, probably clearly not know. starring Liam Neeson though. <laughs> oh well. Well, yeah. No, I'm so. I think that like, it, there's so much comedy in the movie as well as like action. Like when he there's like a scene where, like he chops the dude's heads off and then he kicks it and then it hits another dude in the head. Like mm-hmm. that's some Deadpool shit. Yeah. And um, totally. They've set up the whole fourth wall thing mm-hmm. from the beginning of their like ad yeah. campaign. Like every yeah. every promotional thing that they've put out is Deadpool like talking to the audience. Yeah, like, of course. They've yeah. set that shit up, and I wonder how much that's going to play into the movie, or if that's going to be something that kind of maybe sticks to like the promotional stuff. No, it sounds like from the trailer that uh, the way it plays out is that it seems like he's narrating his like yeah like the backstory, like the origin yeah. story, a little bit. So I've, I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna start gonna start out that kind of thing, you know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how it um to see how it all plays out. I'm I'm just excited that it's it, more than anything that's that finally it's, happening. It's, yeah, that it's two months away, man. That's uh, that's that's it's kind of hard to believe. And it comes out on Valentine's less, Day. No, I'm sorry, less than hey, two babe. months away. It's like <laughs> it's like a month and a half away, dude. Yeah. It's like six weeks away. That's wait, awesome. Wait, wait. Let's 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 make this official right now, babe. On Valentine's Day, can we go see Deadpool? Nice, uh, look at dude, that best best yeah. girlfriend award. Seriously, me and my girlfriend are going seeing that shit. I'm <laughs> like, we're not going seeing some other bullshit. 
You don't want to see the newest Fifty Shades of Grey movie? No, last year, I, I last year it was out, it was Kingsman and Fifty Shades of Grey, and I told my girlfriend if she dra- dragged me to Fifty Shades of Grey that I would fucking break up with her. So we went to see Kingsman. I actually remember the day that that happened, and I was stuck in Fifty Shades of Grey when you were saying Kingsman. Yeah. I was really mad. And you were uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And uh, she, no, she was, she was like, I, I wouldn't be caught dead watching that movie, so it was, it worked out. <laughs> Damn you. Um. So, Black Panther, man. Oh yeah, we totally like yeah. skipped the M. Like we like we did. We, I totally we, forgot about it. We <laughs> we had a little detour. There's from the not MCU. too much to talk about it though. That is too too. Well, what? It's a geopolitical action. Well, thriller, the biggest right? thing is that uh, Kevin Feige says basically that um, Black Panther directly links to Avengers: Infinity War. So it feels like uh, Black Panther is going to be sort of the lead up to Infinity War. Much uh, Infinity War. Much like you know, um, Cap. Uh, what was it? Uh, Cap One was for yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. You know that kind of thing. You think like maybe like the Soul Gem is in Wakanda somewhere? Maybe because like look, the Time Gem we talked about it. It's clearly yeah. the Eye. So like that's going to be Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You think like, and they're clearly going more like spy thriller again with the next Cap movie. Yeah. So like, do you think maybe the last gem is going to be? I have a feeling it's Black not Panther. Wakanda. I feel like it's not on Earth. You know what I mean? Like okay. they make a point of not having too many of the gems on Earth, even though in Avengers there's like three of them on Earth at the same time. But here's the thing: is, is they're not from Earth though, because like now the Tesseract is in is in. No, the I know. I'm Asgard. not saying they're from Earth, but they make a point to say like the gems need to be spread as, as far apart as possible. You know True. what I mean? True. So it doesn't really make sense to me that that it would be Black Panther. I think it's going to be something like. Um, Maybe the Inhumans, or maybe Captain Marvel. I don't know where Captain Marvel would take place. They have not on really, Earth, or on Earth, obviously. But I mean, um, they haven't even said when Captain Marvel's gonna, yeah, make an appearance. So I, I yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's hard to say um, from here. But the the other thing that Kevin Feige noticed, oh well, the main the main revelation also that we learned is uh, Ryan Coogler is officially signed to direct the movie, which is awesome. We had already talked about this. No, it, he was in talks. It wasn't okay. official. They they were they were deep deep in talks. So it's it's finally official. Um, but also, you know, they they uh, Feige has sort of uh, described this as quote unquote a big geopolitical action thriller that nice. focuses on the family and royal struggle of, Ch- uh, of T'Challa. So. It's super cool that they're going this way. Like it's like uh Cap 2 really kind of set up that like uh like if you want to if you want to talk about like what movies really made superhero movies gritty, you talk about like The Dark Knight, right? Like that's yeah. where you really go. But now I think there's like a new genre of superhero films which is like this like spy thriller yeah. and like Cap 2 really set up a really good spy movie. Like if you didn't Yeah. If like if a Cap 1 didn't exist and like the and like the MCU wasn't a thing and you just released Cap 2 as a movie, like it's a good fucking film. Yeah. Like and they're setting up this new genre of like kind of like geopolitical action yeah. thriller yeah and if like that's if they're gonna make like a black panther movie in the same vein as cap 2 like fucking sign me up dude yep yeah it sounds fun so yeah that was just the little tidbits that i wanted to follow up on because i know we had talked about coogler so um yeah i just came across an article right now so this is gonna be a little impromptu it says uh 12 characters uh 12 key characters from marvel's words are hard Twelve key characters from Marvel Civil War who aren't in the movie. Interesting. Um, it's a lot of like uh, I've been kind of going through it. 
it's a it's it's really a lot of like new new mutants and new warriors, which is like it, it's understandable why they're not in the movie. So I don't even know why the the article exists. But like it's like Speedball's not in it, Nitro's not in it. The Fantastic Four are actually a huge part of the Civil War. Yeah, they can't be in it. Uh, wait, no, they totally can't. no, they can't. Be no, they can't. Partly uh, because of the fiasco of the, this movie. Oh my god! Well, they fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, right. That last movie. The X-Men are also a big part of, of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. They can't be in it. Norman Osborn is a big part of the Civil War. He's on the list. He can't be in it. Norman Osborn has the worst hair I'm sure hair they the can world. mention like, Norman Osborn. Widow's Peak. Like, get a fucking haircut, man. You're rich as balls you can't, and you can't get hair plugs. Yeah. Like, fix that hairline, man. Yeah, they're going to change a lot of shit, dude. They're going to change a lot of shit. I've, I'm just... I'm ready for that. You know, I'm... I'm I've 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 kept myself braced for that after all this shit we've talked for about for sure. Last few but months. like, like, but they're not wrong. Like Norman Osborn is one of he is a registered supervillain that under the government becomes a part of like a sanctioned super team. Like it's a big part of the Civil War. Like Norman Osborn, then he like goes on to be the Iron Patriot and like creates like the Dark Avengers. Like yeah. he's a big part of the Civil War, and like he can't be in the movie. Like they really have to change a lot of shit. And, like, the mm-hmm. Punisher is a big part of the, the Civil War, too. And yeah. they haven't even gotten to, like, his cameo in, like, the show yet. Oh, really? Um, in The Daredevil. He's, oh, okay. You know, by yeah, yeah. John Bernthal. Yeah, Mr. yeah, yeah. That's right, that's Shane. right. Yep. Oh, I forgot he was in the second season. I'm so excited for that. Hell, yeah. But, like, he saves, like, Spider-Man and fucking... Like, he does so much in the Civil War. And um, he's not going to be in it. Like, uh, Hank Pym is not probably not going to be in it like i assume i assume that ant-man will be in it but it's ant-man's in it but it's scott but it's scott lang but who says that michael michael douglas can't make a tiny appearance true true but it won't be integral but it's not hank pym as you know him in the civil war like like uh, yeah it's just it's like a big thing like hank pym as ant-man is different than hank pym yeah. As like Scott Lang's mentor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just no, not I the same you. thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um again, Scott Lang or uh Hank Pym turns out to be a scroll like Captain America does when he quote unquote gets shot and dies. Yeah. But that's like ah, that's a that's a whole nother Miss Marvel. She's like she's not gonna be in it. Yeah. And that plays a big part. This is a good article. I really like this. Yeah. Miss Marvel, she oh man. She was highly were recognized as Miss Marvel in the universe. She didn't have like a secret identity. Yeah. So she like was a big part of the Civil War because they had all, you know, they had to like register who they were. Yeah, yeah. She was already Thor. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Thor's not in I've heard a lot of this like Thor's not in Civil War. Yeah, no. Like you see all the trailers and all the posters and the, like the promotional stuff and he's, he's just not, not in it. It's like where is he? He's doing Ragnarok but, shit. It's basically what they're gonna they're gonna explain that Ragnarok why he wasn't there during Civil War because he's off doing something else in the Nine Realms. I think it's what their explanation is gonna be. Look at this little comic snippet quote though yeah. from Civil War. It's 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 of Thor and he says, "I've survived a Ragnarok or two in my day. Let's see how you handle the end of all things." And I like oh my, I what a Ragnarok or two in my day like that's. The movie's called Thor Ragnarok. It's the villain. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, number one and two, twelve key characters from Marvel's Civil War who aren't in the movie. Yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Well, at that point, they had already had a kid, and they're not even like they haven't even really like 
become a thing yet in the show. Yeah. Um, man, I'm excited for the Luke Cage show, dude. Yeah. He was one of the best characters in that show. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it yet? I've seen like the first four episodes you so piece far. of shit. I'm sorry. I've been <laughs> working through it slowly. Yeah, man. Jessica Jones is the bomb. And, like, yeah. Luke I dig Cage it. Luke Cage is one of the best parts of, of that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy they, they cast as Luke Cage was really great. Absolutely. Okay. So that was an impromptu, but a pretty good thing to talk about. <sighs> Main topic? Yes, sir. Taylor? Yeah. Did you watch any movies this year? I watched some movies this year. You watched a couple as, movies this not year? Not as many as I wanted to, but I watched a few movies this year. Not like more than a couple, but Well, what 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 were your favorite ones this year? Oh man. Um That's the main topic, by the way, everybody. <laughs> Best movies of two thousand and fifteen yeah. since we're no longer in it. Yeah. Now we can officially say, you know, uh, we're we all can, up we inside can, of twenty sixteen. Yeah, we can look Balls back on deep. we can look back on twenty fifteen and, and analyze uh what came out and, and say, God damn, I'm what, glad I didn't happens. get it pregnant. Yeah. Um one of my favorite movies, just thinking about it off 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 the top of my head, uh this year was Inside Out. I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it on the podcast, but I really loved uh Inside Out a lot and Missy I it just was, made me watch that movie the other day. I thought it was a nice return to form for Pixar. It's a really sweet movie. It's got a lot of good heart great. and a good emotion and it's funny and it the, it, it the captivates you. The cast is amazing. Yeah, and there's small moments in there like for instance when they cut away to the to the emotions in the dads and the mom's heads. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. that sequence is brilliant, you know, and it's classic Pixar, so um, I just, you know, I really love that overall. And I heard the good dinosaur is pretty good too. Put and it your made, foot it, down. It made a lot of money. So, I'm, <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm excited to see, um, to see finally something originally, you know, uh, original and good again from of Pixar. Of course. And there's always like the adult humor too, like inside of like yeah. a kid's movie. Like when like, uh, the mom's head has like the, like the hunky Brazilian dude. It's like, yeah. come with me. Like that's like, kids yeah. aren't going to laugh at that. No, no. That's clearly a joke. The for, parents, like, the parent. yeah. 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 I thought it was really good. And I really liked how, um. Just like the small moments, like when she fell into like the pit that was supposed to be like where nobody ever came out of, and like mm-hmm. Bing Bong was his name, right? He yeah, like Bing Bong. he like sacrificed mm-hmm. himself to save her because he was already Bing Bong. <laughs> he was already kind of starting to disappear, so like he sacrificed yeah. himself to save her. Like it's like that's classic Pixar. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was really good that yep. they that, that that they took that route, and then like sadness, like they're teaching kids, like it's okay to be sad. It's okay to embrace embrace who you are. Yeah, it's good like, stuff. If you're it's got a good, good message to it. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. thought it was great. Yep. Um, one of my favorite movies this year was uh, I I almost just said uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Well, I mean, we I feel it. like we should maybe <laughs> just say some quick things about Star Wars. I haven't had a chance to see it again. Um, I want to see it. But, uh, you know, it's also like we've we had a big, long discussion about it. So, you know, it's on the list. Yeah, I, I liked, still like uh, it. I still like it. I still enjoy it. I want to see it again. I'm probably going to like it still after that. A so. movie that you had mentioned when we were talking about this before the podcast that I actually had forgotten about, but I really fucking love was The Man from Uncle. Oh, yeah. I recently just movie. watched that. Yeah, I, I recently just watched that a few weeks ago. And uh, I was very surprised by it, you know, because it kind of came and went really quickly it was kind of a box office disaster really quickly um you know. but that was guy Ritchie, right yeah i mean especially after guy Ritchie's one of my favorite fucking directors yeah and it, well especially after the sherlock holmes movies you think he'd have a little bit more of a following from people yeah. and it, people just didn't show up for that movie it was so weird. guy Ritchie. it was it, it was very it was, guy Ritchie. it was very good and it was cool to see him do a period piece too yeah. which is which is awesome and like 
This is the year of the bromance. Well, okay, let's put it this way. This is the year of the bromance. This is also the year of the spy movie. Yeah. Because we had two great spy movies in um, Kingsman and this oh, that are Kingsman. both very different and also kind of like meta about spy movies, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like there's this really great moment in Man from Uncle where um, Army Hammer and uh, unbeknownst to each other, Ar- Ar- Army Hammer and um, Henry uh, Cavill. Henry Cavill's Superman. characters are sneaking into the same complex yeah. together. And so, like, w- they're trying to one-up each other as they're sneaking into this place. And yeah. it's just, it's great, you know? But Kingsman also has moments like that, but it's it's a different kind of humor and a different kind of One of my favorite parts of, uh, of Kingsman was when, like, uh, so you've got this character that they've been setting up as kind of like a hoodlum, like a crook the whole movie. Yeah. And then uh, when they get shoved out of the airplane and he's like, one of you doesn't have a parachute. Mm-hmm. And he sees everyone else open up a parachute and he doesn't even try his. He just, like... He improvises and like saves someone else, and yeah. then at the end, when he gets on the ground, uh, the dude pulls his core and he has a parachute too. It's like he didn't even think to check, yeah, because he was too busy like trying to save his team. Yeah, like, that's a great moment. That was a great fucking moment. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure. Yeah. But yeah, the man from Uncle for me was a really good movie of the year, and like you said, it just kind of came and went. I thought it was yeah. very underrated. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a few problems with it. I had a few problems with it, but overall, I thought it was really fun. And, and like you said, I yeah, like I mean, you nice, can't have a perfect movie. Like, no, of course. So yeah. I thought it was great. I really loved as far as like horror movies go. It follows. I thought it was one of the best returns to horror in I maybe eight nine years. Yeah, probably since Cabin in the Wood. But this is a different kind of. A cabin in the Woods isn't, isn't even horror. horror. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's more of a satire the Descent, than anything. I would say, was the last horror movie I really saw that I really liked. And that was, what, 2005? Yeah. So yeah. 10 years ago? Also with female protagonist, which is not surprising for a yeah. horror movie, but good female yeah. protagonist. You know? Yeah, and The Descent was the shit, man. Like, I that, love that movie. That, I don't get scared, man, which sucks, because mm-hmm. I really like... Like, if there was a horror movie that I thought would scare the shit out of me, I would go see it. Like, I love being scared. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it, it, it pumps my adrenaline. It's something that I look forward to. Yeah. Like, I love going to, like, horror houses if I think they're scary, if they mm-hmm. get, like, a lot of good ratings. Horror houses? What? Horror house. Horror houses. Sorry, Missy. Horror houses. <laughs> I love going to horror houses. I, I love fucking whores. They're, it's, it's, going to it's horror houses during Halloween. <laughs> I love having sex with whores when they're dressed like slutty cats. It's the best. <laughs> Um, no, but like, you know, I, I'll go to like, like the escape rooms, right? And like, yeah. I really want to be scared and I haven't. And like the descent was the last, I, I, I really think the descent was the last movie that I was like on the edge of my seat. And like, I'm going to admit it. I jumped a, a couple times when like they would turn around and the, the, the thing in the cave was just there. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. Um, and like, that doesn't happen very often. And it follows, I think since the descent was the last time I was really like, Oh shit. And like it's not it's like it's such a simple concept too, so you wouldn't think it would be that scary, but it was it it was fucking scary, man. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it's really good. I bought it on Black Friday and I have yet to watch it. So um when I do, hopefully we can have a little discussion about it. But I've heard you good things. Asshole. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I feel bad. I've been I man, I I was making a movie this 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 uh this, this fall, true. so I didn't really get to watch as much as I wanted to. Actually I made two movies this year, so fucking <laughs> yeah. I have extra excuses. Um, you know what else came out this year? What? Ghost Prots 2. Yes. Ghost Prots. Redu. It's Redu. How do you say that shit? It's like R-E-D-U-X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really love Rogue Nation. I actually just bought this on Rogue uh, Nation. <laughs> Rogue Nation. If I you don't really know love what Rogue... we're talking about, Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation. Yes, Rogue Nation. Which is the sequel to Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Prots. Yeah, but we call it <laughs> Mission Impossible Ghost Prots 2. 
Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. <laughs> That's the subtitle is Rogue Nation. Um, no, I really, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. You know, I thought Christopher McQuarrie did a really good job on commenting um, on sort of the the way that summer blockbusters have become sort of these senseless just yeah. action set pieces for the sake yeah. of action set pieces and i thought he did a really good job of of uh especially that um that vienna set piece the the opera oh, set yeah. piece was just incredible i really love that they fight on like the on the catwalk, the catwalk and there's that yeah. whole like the three assassins all yep. trying to yeah like it was just really well put together and um you know a very audacious film to say the least uh we saw the movie together did we yeah we did and then we went to try to go to taps and it was fucking close that's right yeah I totally forgot we saw it together. Yeah, so um, yeah, good stuff overall. No, I thought it was like it really, and like not to say that any of the Mission Impossible movies were ever really bad, but like starting with like Ghost Proats, it really kind of like got me back into like the Mission Impossible mindset. Like, yeah, like not to say that three was bad, but I just no. you know I I'd kind of like lost interest in the series. Of um, course, well after yeah. I think two is the the low point for me. Yeah, and then uh like. Ghost Protocol was so good, man. Yeah, like the scene in Dubai with mm-hmm. the on on like the building. Well, it's just Brad Bird, man. Brad Bird just okay. really brought a good per, like a fresh perspective, which the, the Mission series has always been good about because you know there's always been a different director. But what's going to be interesting going on is McQuarrie is actually signed on to do the sequel, so he's going to be the first person to actually direct two of these things. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he tops himself and how he does it differently than he did it in this one. You know, there's a little bromance in that too. Between, there is uh, between Sean. Um. Oh man, I'm I'm thinking Shaun of the Dead. I'm thinking oh, uh, Simon, Simon Pegg Peg and uh, I just called him Sean. Yeah, it's Simon, Simon Pegg Peg. and 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 um, Tom Cruise, and then there's also Ving Rhames <laughs> on the subplot. The the subplot of Ving Rhames and Jeremy Renner bromancing yeah, it out yeah, a little yeah. bit too. It's the year of the bromance. Yeah, dude. I can't believe I just called Simon Pegg Sean. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Hey Sean, we love you. Hey Shaun of the Dead, just call you that. It's That's like funny. when uh, we saw fucking Seth. At uh, Comic Con, oh, yeah. hey Seth, I loved you and without a paddle, just like the oh man, I loved you and without a paddle. Seth, Seth, he actually started this week. He said, "I'm going to do 12 days of like uh, posting memories from without a paddle." Oh he my said he God. found it. He said he found like old pictures from set, and he's posting a picture from without a paddle every day. Oh and gosh. I was like, "That's hilarious!" Because he loves it, and we were trying to make fun of him for it yeah. at, at fucking Comic Con this year. Yep, that was great. That's hilarious. And then he he fucking interview bombed me at New York Comic Con, that dick. Yeah, what the fuck? Thanks a lot, Seth. Seth. Um, yeah, so uh, what was what was uh, the something else that you saw this year that you liked? The Martian. I didn't get to see that. great. Didn't get to see it. I, it was another movie I also did not illegally download. Yeah, of course um, not. Why would you do that? I would never do such a thing. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, Kick-Ass Torrance is not a great website that I don't endorse yeah. entirely. Um, I really enjoyed the cast of The Martian. Matt Damon, look, aside from the fact that the United States has spent $900 billion saving Matt Damon from things, mm-hmm. like saving Private Ryan, Elysium, all that shit, um, <laughs> aside from that, the cast was great. Matt Damon actually does a really good job. He fucking kills it. Yeah. And then um, Donald Glover is in it, who plays like this wacky, crazy... Childish. Yeah, childish, plays like this crazy, wacky, like astrophysicist dude and he does yeah. a really good job and then actually my favorite part is fucking sean bean is in the movie and he lives wow and they create a a plan to save matt damon and they call it project elrond 
which is Lord of the fucking oh, Rings. Oh, that's so cool. Is that not that's Hugo awesome. Weaving is is fucking, you know, Lord Elrond. Lord Elrond from Lord of the Rings and they call it Project Elrond and Missy lost her shit when she saw that. That's so funny. It was great. Um yeah, so I really liked uh, I like that a lot as well. Um something that I that I wanted to talk about a little bit was uh, Ant-Man. We had a I think we did a little uh, perhaps a we mini did. Yeah. review of this. Yeah, yeah. Get what I'm That's going the thing. for there? Ah, ah. Sorry, it's, that was because terrible. He's small. Because he's small. Because yeah. he's small. That was terrible. Sorry. <laughs> the fact that I had to point out my own joke to you does... does... Oh, I do it all the time. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah. This podcast I, isn't used to. The, you know, ever since we did that review, I've had a chance to to get the, my hands on the Blu-ray and, and rewatch the movie and sort of listen to the commentary and stuff like that. Oh, you would listen to the commentary. Of course. This motherfucker is a special features fiend, man. Oh, yeah, The dude. second you moved out, I stopped watching special features for movies. Yeah. And it sucks because I actually really enjoyed it. I would wake up every day and this lazy piece of shit would be doing nothing but sitting on the couch oh. watching special features. And no, that was like your job. You yeah. would just like watch special features and make Pat and I watch them as well. Yeah. And like I watched... More special features in the year we lived together than mm. the, my entire life. Oh, yeah. like, I've seen the Jurassic Park special features mm-hmm. now. I've seen uh, uh, the Terminator special features. Iron I've Man. Seen Iron Man special features multiple shit. times. I've yeah. seen the Iron Man special features multiple times. Yeah, I like you, that shit. You loved that one. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I saw uh, just like every Marvel movie, mm-hmm. all the special features. Like, uh, yeah, like you are the jam with that, that shit, dude. dude. And so you were saying that the Ant-Man one was... Was good. Yeah, I mean, it was really nice to. It, it was interesting to to get some insight into the movie because you know, we, like we talked about on that on that episode, there we were all a little bitter about Edgar being basically fired from from writing the yeah. movie and directing the movie. Yeah. And you know, it seems like they really <laughs> they really it, Paul because Paul Rudd was a co writer on this as well as you know, obviously starring in the movie. Well, and when it, they started, I think he became co writer when they repolished the script. Yeah, it was I don't him think and he Adam was McKay. Originally, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. It was after Edgar left. Yeah. They passed the they passed the script on to McKay and Rudd, which is hilarious because McKay is like the genius behind movies opposite of Ant Man, which are like Step Brothers. Yeah, and, and like and well, Anchorman and he's movies. starting to to go into into um he did into, the Big Short. Right? That's what I say. He's starting yeah. to veer into dramatic territory. Like, holy shit, how do you go from Anchorman two to the Big Short? Like, yeah, what I mean that's a good thing. At least he's not just sticking to comedies and stuff. Because I think I really do like. Well, let's say you know he's just a good writer. Yeah. Like he's not just a comedy. He's not like he was pigeonholed for a while, but he's yeah. not just like lucky. He didn't just get lucky doing like poop humor. Yeah. Like he's a good writer. He just he's good at writing comedy as well. Yeah. Which is great. Totally. Yeah. So I mean, I um I gained a new appreciation from the special features on that, and you know, like I was kind of talking to you a little bit about this earlier, but I feel like the more I watch that movie, the more I sort of settle into what the movie is as opposed oh, yeah. to what I wanted it to be. Um, and I appreciate it more and more every time I watch I it. it. And I think it gets better every t- yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I mean, I, it, I accepted that right, right away. Like once I saw the movie, I was like, okay, this is what it is. And obviously it's not going to change, but you know, <laughs> over each viewing I've gone, I've, I've come to love the movie more and more and more. And I think there's these really great moments in the movie that, um, that Peyton Reed surprisingly does really well, you know? Yeah. I mean, it um, took me a lot less time. I saw like, again, Edgar Wright is one of my favorite, he's probably in my top three favorite directors and all the his like he's never made a bad yeah. movie so like i love him and when he left the movie i honestly was bitter and i thought like there's no way this movie's gonna be good I'm yeah bad fuck 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 everyone in the world yeah. and then like the movie came out and i was like oh man i can't even be mad yeah it's like it's like when you're super mad and then like a kid like f- falls over and like smiles and you're like oh my god it's adorable like, yeah totally you can't be mad like no it's and i so good like, as far as in, in that respect i think as far as surprises that was probably my biggest surprise this year was how good that movie actually was yeah. you know um so yeah it's a good thing 
it 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 definitely balanced humor with action, and but let's say Michael Pena. Oh, that's steals, why steals the movie. The show. Yeah, he steals yeah. the whole movie, man. Yeah. And those, and there's still, and like we talked about this when we did the Amen episode, so there's no reason to like talk about it too much. But like, yeah. you can tell Ed, that it's Edgar Wrighty mm-hmm. because of all those scenes where like, like where like the Pena character is like talking about stories, but it's mm-hmm. his voice over everybody talking in the story. Yeah. Like that's that is one hundred percent Edgar Wright. Yeah. Like that's something Edgar Wright would do. And you know that was like left over from the script. Like, yeah, of course. So like I would say it may have not been as good without Edgar Wright. Like if he hadn't yeah. been a part of it at all, yeah. it may have failed. So like thanks Edgar for doing that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean he you know, he did the right I think he did the noble thing and just saying like it's better just to not be fighting with these guys and just let someone else do it. Which and, sucks because it was his baby for eight. Yeah, but at years. the same time, if you don't, you don't want your vision to be compromised, and you don't like, you don't want to. I mean, it sucks to spend eight years and then have them do that, but it also sucks to spend eight years and then make a movie and then that have you, a shitty movie that, yeah. you, that you don't like, you know, True. because you'll forever regret it. Um, so yeah, uh, but I just want to talk about one last movie. No. Um, that at least for me that I if thought it's not was, straight out of Compton, I don't care. Well, yeah, no, straight out of Compton <laughs> was really good, but something that I re- watched recently was um, the Hateful Eight. Oh, and you I got, see that? Yeah, and I got seventy to, millimeter. Indeed, I got to Hell check it out yeah. in 70, 70 millimeter in the glorious uh, two point seven six to one aspect ratio. I think it is, which is you know basically double your widescreen image, which is insane. A hey, fuck you, regular. And the clarity, screen. the clarity is just absolutely unbelievable as well. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed the movie. You know, I think. Uh, the gimmick of the uh, the seventy millimeter presentation here uh, wasn't f- properly used by Tarantino. Like it, really? basically, the whole movie takes place in a cabin, and I feel like using seventy millimeter indoors in one location, while very interesting, um, doesn't really do the format justice, in my opinion. And it feels like I something bet you a little bit more. That. It, 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 I bet you, he, <laughs> I bet you, he could too. But at least from the onset, from the first time I saw it, it feels a little bit arbitrary. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing. But I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the story was great. Uh, you know, it's all the Tarantino alums um, coming back together. Hell yeah! And with the addition, with a few new additions, in particular, Kurt Russell. Um, which you know he's worked with Tarantino before, but in this movie, where's that motherfucker been lately? He, yeah, dude, I just re- <laughs> it just reminds me how much I fucking miss Kurt Russell, man, dude. He has so much fun in this movie. I loved it so much. So, um, I really I'll have to you check know, it out. It's not in it's not in the dome anymore, is it? I don't uh, not in seventy millimeter. I don't believe. Okay. I know it was this uh, the roadshow run was for um a week only from Christmas to New Year's. That's so. cool. I got a bunch of free movie ticks for Christmas. I'll go yeah. check it out somewhere. I would I would recommend it. It is a really long movie. It's about three and a half, uh, th- not what? three and a half hours. It's, I was, it's, it's three hours long. I was like, it's, what the fuck? It's a three hour movie, but there's also um there's also like a fifteen minute intermission. So. There's a 15 minute. At least the roadshow version. The 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 roadshow version had a 15 minute intermission. Tarantino's just going like he's just trying to see what he can get away with. He's like, hey man, if I make a five hour. Dude, he did an over. He did an overture. Dude, the 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 presentation had an overture too. So you got to listen to music for like five minutes before the movie even started. (laughs) It was cool. No, the score by Tarantino one day is gonna be like, hey man, I put out like a five hour movie. Yeah, pay for it. The score was amazing too. So um, yeah, it was all around a, a really great film. Like I was telling you earlier, I think it's more top five Tarantino for me as okay. opposed to like top three, but still really solid. Yeah. And like I know I, I made the joke, but like I actually enjoyed Straight Outta Compton immensely. Yeah. I thought I did too. Um, the story I thought meandered 
quite a few times and it was a little long. Especially in the third act. Yeah. The acting was fucking phenomenal. And the casting was great, you know. Everyone that they got, like, dude, Ice Cube's son is more kudos, Ice Cube than dude. Ice Cube is. Like Kudos, yeah. Like he like I don't even believe it's his son. I think they went back in time and snatched Ice Cube yeah. and then brought him into the future and put him in this movie. Yeah. Like and then everybody, man, like Snoop is like, like whoever plays Snoop is good. Whoever plays play Dr. Dre is good. Tupac and all Shook that Knight, too. Like they just yeah. get at, they're like, Hey, let's just cast this movie better than anybody's ever cast a movie in their lives. And the yeah. person was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and then they did it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's Matthew Libatique on cinematography yep. who that motherfucker is. He is the man, dude. Yeah, he's and what's tiny really, little Asian dude needs the shit. Yeah, what's really cool is I know that they shot, they used the Ronin a bunch on yeah. the movie. Like that's how they got a bunch of the concert shots. And he a lot does of the that though. Like he did stuff. that for uh, the Black Swan. He yeah. used a lot of that. Like yeah. that whole entrance he's sequence when she's dancing. I think it shot on five D with a Ronin. Like really, yeah, interesting. Matthew Libatique is the shit, man. I thought the movie was absolutely beautiful. Like, say what you want about like the story and it was how long it was. It was beautifully it, it was a beautiful fucking movie. Yeah. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a little long, but what what's a movie that you haven't seen in the last year that you like regret not seeing and you want to see it? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I got one right down there. That we can... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, Creed is, is definitely one of those. I don't know if I regret not seeing Creed in the theater. I definitely want to see it. But I feel like um, the fact that it's getting so much praise, like, and we had just talked about this before the podcast was like, it's funny that like a movie that, like a, like a, like a Rocky movie, it's like the nine millionth sequel, yeah, right. And but like people are saying that it's like really good. Well, yeah, because it switches up the formula a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, and I'm excited I think, about that. I think I after really thinking about your it. question, Joel, the one movie that I didn't get to see that I really regret missing is Spectre. Backdoor Hussies Part no, 3. No, Spectre, dude, because I've seen every Bond eh. movie since Casino Royale eh. in theater in theaters, and I know I heard it was really disappointing. Eh. But shit, I saw Quantum <laughs> You're not of, missing out. Dude, no, I saw Quantum of Solace in theaters, and that was disappointing. So anything can be better Sucks than be fucking you. Quantum of Solace. <laughs> I was pumped for that movie man i love i love bond but no, um Spectre yeah was, Spectre would Spectre be wasn't would be bad mine. i just um it was were, it was no um it was no skyfall it was no skyfall or even you know what it was no casino royale yeah to be honest i like that yeah. one i think a little bit more even yeah um it, it it was good as a bond movie i i i found myself a couple times being like really yeah question mark question mark question mark like mm-hmm. really um just like the logic and it's James Bond, so you can't really think too much into the logic. So that's not a big reason for me to hate it. Um, and I didn't hate it, you know. It yeah. was just, it it wasn't. I don't know. I I guess you it wasn't anything put special. It best. Yeah, it wasn't Skyfall. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you can't be Skyfall if you're not yeah. Skyfall. Yep, you're a, a different movie entirely. Yeah. Just based on the principle that you are physically, literally not Skyfall. <laughs> Uh, I didn't um, see Tangerine. I really wanted to see that movie. Oh, yeah. That's um, on Netflix now, isn't it? It is on Netflix. Yeah. And I, now I have no excuse to have not watched it. Yeah. And I'm a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but no, You're I like, really want yes, to. it is. <laughs> I actually just saw it on Netflix the other day, and I yeah. forgot to watch it. Um, I really want to watch it. Um, oh, there's a movie called Dope mm. that I really want to see. And I just not illegally downloaded it. Of and I'm going to watch the shit out of it. But yeah, Creed and Tangerine, I think, were movies that I regretted not seeing in the theater. 
just because I heard Creed was good and I took too long to see it because I didn't really believe anybody. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, right. And then um, it kept getting such good reviews that I was like, fuck, maybe, maybe I should see it. Yeah. And then I didn't. <laughs> I saw Trainwreck. I kind of regret seeing that movie. Why? It just wasn't. It was like it was Amy Schumer trying too hard to remind you that she's Amy Schumer. Gotcha. And it's like, we get it. You're funny. Yeah. But like make a movie, not like an Amy Schumer commercial. It's just like, it feels like a series of gags. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. That's a that's, good way to put that's it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, A little honorable mention. Shout mm-hmm. out uh, to Jurassic the new. World. Fuck that shit. I hope Colin Trevorrow. I, I don't wish death upon anybody, but I hope Colin Trevorrow like falls and. Doesn't get to make episode nine. Yeah, I just hope he falls and like he hurts his head, but only the part of his head that allows him to re- to direct Star Wars movies. Like he can direct other movies. He just lost the part of his brain that like allows him to comprehend space travel. Yeah. So he can't direct a Star Wars movie, and then they fire him. <laughs> like, is that too much to ask in yeah. the world? <laughs> no. Special shout out to uh, Walking Dead did a mid season uh, trailer. Okay. For the next part of the season, and like it's fucking G, man. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I can't remember, but they ended this season super strong. Glenn was alive. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry that I said spoilers a- after, but we all knew he was under that fucking trash can. Nobody fucking didn't think he was under that trash can. Glenn lived. Fucking dope. Uh, lots of people die. Super dope. Rick Grimes being Rick Grimes. Super dope. Carl Grimes getting in a fight. Super dope. And then... The end of the tra- like the end of the last episode of the, like, the first half of the season, they all smear the guts on their body, and they start to walk outside through all the zombies, straight like a like a straight fucking panel out of the comic book, and then they cut away, and it was like no, no, literally five seconds after that shit goes down, and like yeah. they had to cut like that would be the best mid season finale, and instead they're saving it for the mid season opener. Like Scott Gimple knows how to fuck with a f- f- with a fucker. Like he knows he knows how to fuck with my emotions specifically. He's like, hey guys, uh, hey guys, you want to fuck with this kid named Joel Reeves all the way across the world in Reseda? This is what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna make the episode five minutes shorter. You're funny. And cut out the part that he really wants to see and save him for the mid season opener just to piss him off. Yeah. Um, but they release a trailer and you clearly see. Oh man, you're you're right here, Missy, and you haven't read the comic books yet. I would, yeah, I would do that. Um, there's, there's a, there's a part in the comic book where like they're, they're going through this like big horde of zombies because like the town has been overrun and the girl that Rick is seeing her son starts getting eaten by zombies and like she like tries to save him and starts getting eaten herself and she won't let go of Carl's hand. And you know, if you make Rick Grimes choose between his family and a basic bitch, who's he going to choose? He's going to choose Carl. Mm-hmm. So in the comic book, he has a hatchet and he just fucking chops her hand off Oof. and leaves that bitch to die with her dead, Oof. stupid son. And uh, there's a scene at the end of the trailer where he, you would just see Mad Rick Grimes' face and he's like, he's got a hatchet in his hand and he's just fucking wailing down. And I was like, that's it. That's fucking it. That's him cutting off a bitch's hand. Um, so I'm fucking super stoked for that. And it comes back in February and I'm really mad that I have to wait <laughs> because if there's anything you know about me, it's yeah. my love for Rick Grimes. <laughs> As I casual cosplay him every day of my life in my jacket. That's funny. 
So I'm super stoked for that to come back. Yeah. Walking Dead. I miss casual, you. I love casual, casual Rick Graham's cosplay. Issue yes. 150 comes out this fucking month. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. 150 issues of The Walking Dead, man. It's coming out this fucking month. I am so stoked. That's over 10 years of me reading this comic book. I should not it's have been allowed time. to read this comic book when I was 15 years old. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> but I did. When did you start reading? What episode, uh, what issue? Uh, I started reading, I think, around mid-40, okay. mid, maybe 45, maybe 46 or 7. Okay. Um, That's a long time. It was a long time ago. It wasn't like right when it came out, um, but Kenny from Nuclear Comics down in Laguna Hills, California, fucking shout out. Um, he got me into it. He's like, yo, you got to read this shit. And I was like, zombies? I like zombies. He's like, yeah, but it's more than zombies. And I was like, I right. And I read it, and it was dope. So <laughs> shout out to that. But yeah, no, I've been reading it for about 10 years because okay. it's been out for longer than 10 years now. So I read that's it, funny. I think, maybe nine or 10 years ago. <laughs> but yeah, that's my love. Shout out to that. That's pretty much it. Okay. That's all we got, right? Yeah. Unless you want to talk I about got. something else. Yeah, that's all I got. No? Yeah. Movies and things. Movies and stuff. Uh, if you have a movie that you think uh, we didn't talk about and you want us to watch because you also loved it, uh, you can tweet at us at Reeves Film on Twitter or just comment uh, below on the on the website. Or, you know, you probably know me if you're listening to this, so just shoot me a message on Facebook or something. Uh, but thank you for listening to episode 17 of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. We are on ageofthenerd.com, as we always are. We just talked about Twitter, so we don't got to go through that again. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, actually. I keep forgetting to say that every week. Uh, listeners are great. Subscribers are better. So go subscribe to us. Uh, it'll download instantly onto your device, whether it's Apple or a lesser device, mm-hmm. Android, whatever. Um you don't have to go to the website every time I post it on the internet. You can just it'll download instantly, and you can listen to it. You can have my sweet, smooth voice in your ear instantaneously when I upload it, as opposed to having yep. to go to the website. But if you do want to go to the website, isnthenerd dot com, as I said, I am your nerd Joel Reeves, Taylor Salen. Hey, bye, bye, bye. Later, bye. Cool. See ya later, you nerds. <laughs>